Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. You know the Bible is right. Glory to God. Glory to God. If, you, if you've been listening to me any amount of time, I must say it. Amen. Glory to God. Bless you tonight. God bless you tonight. Well, we're in the book of Proverbs. We're in Proverbs 21:18, And in the King James Bible, the Protestant version, uh, this is a little opaque, this verse. It says, uh, Proverbs 21:18, the wicked, quote, the wicked shall be a ransom for the righteous and the transgressor for the upright. And we don't quite see what that means. But then we, uh, we go to the Positive Thinking Bible. And we look at that version of Proverbs 21:18, and it says, God's people will escape, but all who are wicked will pay the price. And we're kind of getting there. The wicked are going to pay. Mm, sounds good to me. Then we get to the today's living Bible. And we look at Proverbs 21:18 and the Today's Living Bible, and it says, quote, The wicked will finally lose. Hooray, hooray, hooray. The wicked will finally lose. The righteous will finally win. Amen. The Bible says that the righteous will finally win. Well, glory to God. You know, um, if 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 you if you're saved or born again or upright or whatever, sometimes it's natural to ask God, when will the evil, crime, the drug addiction, and all the rest of the evils finally come to an end? And God, in this verse up here, promises that the righteous will finally win and the wicked will finally lose. Amen. Now, asking about Asking, you know, because you can look around in, in this society and around the world, and you can just say, "Lord, uh, so much, so much sorrow, so much evil, so much—it's uh, just terrible, Lord. When will when will all of that end?" And frankly, that's a natural question. That that's just natural. If you're if you're uh, uh, trying to live a holy life. And you see the way people walk around, clothes hanging down, 
or no, or have no clothes on, and and the way some people act, and then you look at the news and people are shooting each other, and you just wonder, Amen. Glory to God. When will it all end? And another man in the Bible asked, he asked, Lord, how is it that evil men seem to get away with everything? They do all kind of wicked stuff, and it seems like they seem like it's almost like crime pays because they get away with a whole bunch of stuff. And he was thinking, that's not fair. That You know, that's not fair. And and sometimes even the saints, they'll say, God, you know, I go to church, I give tithes, I do everything. And these wicked people, they don't do nothing. And they get away with everything. And so there was another person in the Bible that asked this very question. And, and you'll see it answered in Psalm 73. Go to Psalm 73, please. Psalm 73, and I'm going to read, I'll probably read that whole psalm. I'll probably read the whole thing. Amen. And this is what the man said, God, why? It seems like the wicked get away with everything. And and uh, and this blessed me too many years ago when I read the answer in Psalm 73. It put a lot of questions to rest in my mind. Why do the wicked get away? Uh, what's going to happen? In Psalm 73, it says, this is the King James Version. Truly God, truly, God is good to Israel, even to such that are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. Why was that? For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. So he said that his feet were almost gone and his steps were well nigh slipped. Why? Because he saw the prosperity of the wicked and he wondered, you know, Lord, I'm I'm not understanding this. Here your people are serving you and everything. And look at how the, the wicked live. They don't they don't go to church at all, not 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 near a Sunday. And they live in million dollar mansions and drive Rolls Royces and all kind of stuff. Lord, what in the world is going on? He said he was envious and foolish when he saw the prosperity of the wicked. Verse four. For there are no bands in their death. He's talking about the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore, pride compasses them about as a chain, and violence covers them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness. They have more than heart could wish. Amen? The wicked, they do wicked things. And because they do wicked things, they do wicked things to gain a lot of money. And they gain a lot of money doing wickedness. And they buy these big houses and these big cars and stuff, big trucks. And they go out and have steak dinners. And it seems like he said their eyes stand out with fatness. They have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning the oppression. They speak lawfully. Amen. They set their mouth against the heavens. 
and their tongue walketh through the earth. These boys, because they have so much money and everything, they talk, their mouth is full of pride, and they talk big words against heaven. You know when Moses came to Pharaoh, what did Pharaoh say? He said, who, who is God? I know not God. Neither will I let the people go. I ain't going to obey God, and I ain't going to let the people. Who is he? Is he anybody? See, that's somebody. That's the wicked in the earth. They got so much Pharaoh and so much wealth and power. Amen? Oh, they, 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 the wicked people, they boast and, 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 and shake their fist at heaven. Who is God? Does he know anything? Can he do anything? Verse 10. Therefore his people return hither, and waters of, full, uh, of a full cup are wrung out unto them. And they say, now look what they say. Look what the wicked say, according to verse 11. Quote, how does God know? And is there any knowledge in the Most High? Boy, you really got to be deceived. <laughs> you really, your wealth has blinded you. When you shake your fist up at heaven and say, quote, how does God know? Now, the one that knows everything, he knows every hair on your head. He knows every cell in your body. The Bible says a, not a sparrow falls without him knowing it. But the rich are so, and the wicked, they're so blinded by their wickedness and their wealth that they think God don't know nothing. Quote, look at this in verse 11. I'm, I'm, I'm reading this quote. This is quote. How does God know? And is there any knowledge in the most high? Unquote. Now, that's arrogance. That's the height of arrogance and pride. God, what does he know? Does he know anything? I do what I want to do when I want to do it. I got all I need. I, I, I swindle. I got, I got money piled on top of money on top of money. I don't need nothing and nobody. But who is God? What's he supposed to do? He ain't going to do nothing against me. Amen. Uh, um, verse 12. Behold, these are the ungodly. The ungodly. So who is this a description of? The Bible says it's talking about the ungodly or the unsaved. People who are not saved. People who don't know God. They speak loftily. They speak oh. A haughty pride lifted up. Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. In the world. They increase in riches. They got all kind of money. And the more money they make, the more pride they they get. The more arrogant they get. Who is God? He don't know nothing. Verse 13. Verily I have cleansed my heart in vain. And wash my hands in innocency, for all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. See, now this man who's a Christian, he says the Holy Ghost chastens him every morning. Amen? What that means? It means God corrects him. God makes sure he goes in the right way. And if he ain't, God, God puts it on him. Why? Because he's his child. And he wants them to go in the right way. The man noticed that the wicked, God don't do nothing to them, it seemed like to him. He said, you don't do nothing to them, but if I do the slightest thing wrong, you chasing me. You jump all over me. 
But the wicked can do all kind of stuff and seem like you don't say nothing to them, God. 15, if I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Why? Because he thought it was wrong. It was wrong. It was painful. I'm I'm trying to live for you and do all I can do, and I catch the dickens. And yet these people don't give you no time, talk about you terrible, treat everybody like dogs, arrogant. And when I think about it, it's just too painful for me. Why do they get off, God? Why do you let them get by? He said it was too painful to me, verse 17, until, it says until. Until what? Until what? Until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. What that means, before you come into the knowledge of God, it looks like the ungodly are getting away. It looks like unsaved people are ruling the world. It looks like they got it going on. They got everything going on. But then the Bible says he came to church. I'm putting it in my words. It says the it says uh, the sanctuary of God, but I'm putting it in my words. He went to church, amen, and the Bible is a light. It's a lamp. And when he opened up the Bible, all of a sudden he understood. And, and what did it say? He says, He understood their end. He understood the wicked people's end. And it says in verse 18, Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou castest them down into destruction. How how are they brought into desolation? As in a moment, they are utterly consumed with terrors, with terrors. With terrors. Amen. Glory to God. Hold on. I'm up against a break. I'll be right back. This man finally understood. Oh, my goodness. They got it going on here. But when I consider where they're going, glory to God, they're going to terrors, a place of terror. Hold on. I'll be right back. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Beloved John Robinson Tile, I know the man. I know him personally. If you need renovation or something done with tiling, get in touch with him. He'll do you right. I know the man. He's a godly man. He's saved. He's a godly man. He'll do you right. Beloved, we were talking about how this uh, person uh, was uh, depressed 
when he saw the prosperity of the wicked. But then when he came into the house of God and he heard what happens to them, in verse 19 it says, how they are brought into desolation as in a moment. So one moment, they got it going on. And the next moment, they're brought into desolation. And he says, they are utterly consumed. But not only utterly consumed, they are utterly consumed with terror, with terror. Well, now, where do we find out what happens to people who are talking about being utterly consumed? What happens to people who turn away from God or who forsake God? On earth, this is what happens to them on earth. Glory to God. In Lamentations, the third chapter, the first verse, uh, Lamentations 3.1, it says, I am the man that has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath. When God comes after you and he's going to pour out some wrath on you, this is what's going to happen while you still are living on the earth. Verse 2. He hath led me and brought me into darkness, but not into light. Surely against me is he turned. He turneth his hand against me all the day long. Remember the wicked, when their time is up on God brings them into utter desolations. It says he turns his hand against them all the day long. My, this is what happens to people that forsake God while they're still on the earth. My flesh and my skin hath he made old. He hath broken my bones. He hath builded against me. Glory to God. The prideful man that says, who is God? Does he know anything? Can he do anything? This is some of the things he can do to you while you're still on the earth. He hath compassed me, compassed me with gall. And travail He has set me in dark places As they that be dead of old He has hedged me about That I cannot get out Oh, when God comes after you He can do a work on you He has hedged me about That he can put you in a place That you cannot get out He has made my chain heavy Also when I cry and shout He shutteth out my prayer now, that person's in trouble when, when he cries out to God, and, and instead of God hearing, God shuts out his prayer. Nine, he hath enclosed my ways with hewn stone. He hath made my ways crooked. Now, now, now you're in trouble. You're trying to make it, and God makes your way crooked. Instead of instead of his favor on you, causing you to prosper and everything you put your hands to to work out, in this instance, he makes your way crooked. So no matter what you try to do, it don't work. Amen? He hath made my path crooked. He was unto me as a bear lying in wait and as a lion in secret places. If you've ever seen a bear on, uh, on a history channel and them channels that talk about uh, animals and stuff, wildlife. A bear hides, and when you walk by, he wants to jump, he wants to pounce on you with surprise so that before you realize what's happening, he's on top of you and and mauling you, amen? But he lies in secret 
and you walk by, you don't even know he's there, and all of a sudden he jumps on you before you know what's happening, he's got you. Amen? He was like unto me as a bear lying in wait and as a lion in secret places. He hath turned aside my ways and pulled me in pieces and hath made me desolate. And that's what that other verse did, that in a moment of time, that rich person, yeah, the wicked, they're boasting in their riches. But but the Bible says in a moment of time, they're brought into desolation. Amen. And this verse says, the verse 11 says, he hath turned aside my ways and pulled me in pieces. He hath made me desolate. He hath bent his bow and it set me as a mark for the arrow, caused the arrow of his quiver to enter into my reins. I was a derision to all my people in a song all the day. He hath filled me with bitterness. He hath filled me with bitterness and hath made me drunken with wormwood. He hath also broken my teeth with gravel stones and hath covered me with ashes. Thou hast removed my soul far off from peace. I forgot prosperity. I forgot prosperity. So in one moment, the wicked got everything you think you could have. Amen. Glory to God. But all of a sudden, he's brought down to desolation. And it's so bad for him. Glory to God. That, that glory to God. It's so bad for him that he forgets that he was ever prosperous. That's what God can do. He can fix you, boy, so that you, you, you clean forget that there ever was prosperity. Amen. And then in your folly, because you're so rich and arrogant, because the, because the rich, if they get so rich and arrogant, Jesus said in Matthew 8:24, he said in that, and, and uh, uh, Matthew 8:24, I think it was it Matthew, no, it was John 24, excuse me. John 8:24. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I just remember that. It's not Matthew, it's John. Ain't it John 8:24? Glory to God. Glory to God. 8:24 says, Yes, Jesus said in, in John eight twenty four, I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. Ye shall die in your sins, glory to God. And so, glory to God, while you're on earth, God can make you desolate, amen. In your arrogance, you got rich and you turned and you spoke high things against God. And in a moment of time, he could bring you into desolation. And in your foolishness, if you never turn to him and you die in your sins, you will go to hell, which is a holding place. Amen? It's a holding place. Hell is a holding place until judgment day. Amen? And we see judgment day in Revelation 20, verse 11. We see judgment day in verse in Revelation 20, verse 11, and it says, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, and from whose face the heavens, the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. 
And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, which uh, which were written in the books according to their works. Amen. Glory to God. And so, in the book of Revelation, in verse twenty twenty one, it says that death and hell are thrown into the lake of fire. In nineteen and Revelation nineteen twenty, it says the beast and the false prophet or the Antichrist and the false prophets are thrown in the lake of fire. In verse 2010, it says the devil, his angels are thrown into the lake of fire. And it says there in, in Revelation 2010 that, that, that all shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And then in verse Revelation verse 20, verse 15, it says, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life shall be cast into the lake of fire. In other words, all those who ignore God, which the rich, arrogant, or anybody else, all who ignore God and turn from God with the wicked, with the wicked, will finally be cut off. And, and the unbelievers and the evil shall finally come to an end. If you are not saved, glory to God, and die in your sins, you will perish. But the good news is, the good news is, you don't have to die for your sins. You don't have to perish, glory to God, because Jesus Christ came and died on the cross for you. He died for your sins so that you don't have to pay the penalty for your sins. And that's the way you don't die in your sins. You get your sins forgiven by Jesus Christ. You ask Father God to forgive you of all of your sins. You repent, which means you change your mind about sinning. You change your mind about heaven. You change your mind about God. You change your mind about the lake of fire, because maybe you didn't even know that there was a lake of fire. And when you find out from the word of God, remember this man was perplexed until it says he went into the house of God, found out from the Bible. He found out from a ministering man who was teaching and let him know this will be your end, glory to God, your end. You don't want your end to be like the wicked. The wicked are going to perish in a moment. Yeah, they're going to be, they're going to be fat and, 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 and riding around in pleasure for a few moments, for a few, for about a minute on this earth, amen? But then the Bible says, in an instant, they are brought into desolation, amen? Glory to God. And if they die in their sins and their name is not written in the book of life, glory to God. Listen, beloved, it says that they'll be tormented. All those who turn from God, who ignore God, if you're thrown in the lake of fire, glory to God, because your name is not found in the book of life. The Bible says you're going to be tormented day and night forever and ever and ever. And so some people say, you know, when uh, when my precious wife and sometimes me, when we're out witnessing the people, they, they would say, oh, I'm good. I don't need that. I'm good. I don't need it. And then some crazy people would say, I want to go to hell. I don't care if I go to hell. See, they think that hell is no big deal. They haven't read in the Bible where it says you'll be tormented. Hell is a holding place. But when you go to judgment day, great white throne judgment, if your name, beloved, is not found in the book of life, 
you get thrown in the lake of fire. And the Bible that doesn't lie says you won't be sitting down there drinking Coca-Cola. There ain't no vending ice vending machines in hell. There ain't no air conditioners in hell. It's fire and brimstone. You'll be tormented forever and ever. What that means? Suppose a million years from now or a hundred million years from now in all that heat and in all that torment, you change your mind and you say, oh, look, okay, okay, I understand. Okay, God, I want you now. I see this is really bad down here, and I change my mind. I, 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 I want to do right. I'll obey you. I want to do right. Too late. Too late. The Bible, Jesus said, if you don't, if you die in your sins, glory to God, you in, you're in trouble. If you die in your sins, you go to hell because your spirit man hasn't been born again. You have to be born of God's spirit. Jesus said you must be born again. You must be born again. If you're not born again and you die, you die in your sins. And if you die in your sins, you go to judgment. And if you go to judgment and your name is not in the book of life, you go in the lake of fire, beloved. Get saved now while you can. Get saved now with there's breath in your chest while your chest is still going up and down. Ask Jesus to save you. Ask Jesus to save you from the sincerity of your own heart. Get on your knees and say, God, I ask you to forgive me for my sins. I don't want to die in my sins and go to no lake of fire. I didn't even know there was a lake of fire. I ask you to forgive me of my sins and then say, Lord Jesus, save me. Save me, Lord. Save me, Jesus. Save me. I want to go to heaven. I want to be with you. I want to spend I don't, I, the, the choice is to spend eternity with God or eternity in the lake of fire. I choose to spend an eternity with you, Lord Jesus. Save me. I want to spend eternity with God. I don't want to spend no eternity in no lake of fire, burning forever and ever. And then it would be bad enough just to burn forever and ever. But then it says you're going to be tormented, tormented forever and ever. Glory to God. I don't want that. I'd rather spend eternity with God than spend eternity in the lake. The only way, you don't have to die in the lake of fire. Ask Jesus to save you. Ask Jesus to save you. Romans Romans 10, 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm out of time. I love you. I'm trying to tell you the truth. I'm trying to tell you the truth. Ask Jesus to save you. I love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m. Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m. and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.